Americans listening audience, we are honored that you have welcomed us in your homes for the hour of excellence. The theme is, it's about our children. Children are cheerful, happy, intelligent, lovable, dynamic, respectful, energetic, and nice. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are his reward. Thank you for loving and praying for our children. Please enjoy the following presentation. April is Autism Acceptance Month. The information that you are about to hear is from the Survival Guide for Kids with Autism Spectrum Disorders and Their Parents. Author Elizabeth Verdick and Elizabeth Reed, M.D. What is ASD? ASD stands for Autism Spectrum Disorder, but disorder is not a very friendly word. You can think of ASD as a brain difference. Because the difference starts in the brain, ASD has an effect on your body too. Your brain is like your command center. It sends billions of messages 24-7 to all areas of your body. Messages like, legs run. Hey, what's that noise? Mmm, I smell lunch, time to eat. And ouch, that bright sun hurts my eyes. Your brain plays an important role in three areas having to do with autism spectrum disorder. One, communication. This is about how you listen, speak, write, or get messages across to others. Two, socialization. Socializing is doing things with other people. Your brain affects how you socialize with others and how much you want to socialize with them. It affects how you fit into a group like your family, friends, or community. And last, number three, interests and behaviors. Interests are the things you think about and the activities you enjoy. Behaviors are the things you do and how you act. Your brain plays a role in how often you think or do things and how much you enjoy them. If you have ASD, your brain has to work harder when it comes to communicating and socializing. All this hard work might make you feel tired or frustrated. The many colors of ASD rainbows. What do rainbows have to do with the autism spectrum? You might have seen the word spectrum if you've read about rainbows. The spectrum refers to the colors of light in a rainbow. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Just like the rainbow, Autism comes in many colors, including your special color. 
The spectrum part of ASD means that each person with this condition is different and unique. The term ASD or Autism Spectrum Disorder are used by doctors and other people. All these words look and sound different, but their meanings are similar. Maybe your doctor and parents or caregivers have explained the conditions already, but there are ways to diagnose ASD. Your doctor looks at your medical history, your habits and behaviors, and information about you from your school. Lots of questions are asked, like, how do you communicate? What are your interests? How do you play? Do you have friends? How do you get along together? How do you do in school? What do you like to eat? What are your sleeping habits? And do you have trouble handling your feelings? And to understand you even better, the doctor takes your answers to the questions and compares them to the list of autism symptoms or problems in a special book. This can be tricky because every person with autism is so unique. The magic number of symptoms a doctor looks for is six. A person with ASD must have at least six symptoms that include difficulties with communication, socialization, limited interests and or repetitive behaviors. Your doctor will also look at childhood history, especially at what age you learn to speak. Most kids who have a diagnosis of autism had a hard time learning to talk when they were very young. They may have been late to start talking and might have needed speech therapy to start getting the words out. Some people with autism never learn how to speak. They may use special communication tools. Asperger's syndrome is similar to autism, which can be confusing for doctors, teachers, parents, kids, and anyone else learning about the spectrum. The key difference has to do with when you began to talk and learn. If you were talking by age three and you didn't have difficulty learning language, your doctor may suggest a diagnosis of Asperger's. Some people think Asperger's is a milder form of autism or a better diagnosis than autism. This just adds to the confusion. The difference between autism and Asperger's is related to when you learned to talk and began to develop your other learning skills. Even though Asperger's has fewer symptoms, those symptoms are part of ASD and may not be mild at all.
Now let's listen to Autism Calming Sensory Relaxing Music. Listen to Sensory Seeking Sebastian by Christian DeShields, illustrated by Marissa Nelson. 
Sensory Seeking Sebastian. Hello, my name is Sebastian. It's nice to meet you. I need to fill my sensory tank, and I heard you do too. I have lots of wiggles, and I need to get them out. So I stretch and do bear crawls in my body sock. When I'm in a new place, and I'm as nervous as can be, I take a few deep breaths, and it really helps calm me. I have a lot of energy, and I like to move. So I ask to be a big helper, and my mom says, I'm so proud of you. When I'm sitting in class, but I really want to move, I do chair push-ups at my table, and it feels pretty cool. I use my hands a lot, and I love to feel different textures. But it's important to ask first and make sure I don't touch others. Sometimes I feel ferocious and want to bite like a lion. I ask for a crunchy treat instead. I love carrots. You should try them. When I need a break from an activity, I jump on the trampoline to calm my mind and my body. I think it's really great that I can be so strong, but when I'm gentle with my friends, we get to have more fun. There are some times when I just need a tight squeeze. So I put my weighted vest on, and now I feel real safe and cozy. When it's time to get ready for bed at night, I do yoga and say my prayers so I can sleep tight. Listening to my body and using my words is the most important thing. If I need to fill my sensory tank, I have to say something. Can you think of three ways to calm your body down? I can, I can, I can. You got it. I'm so proud of you. Love, Sebastian. Here are 20 more ideas to fill your sensory tank. Swimming, dancing, cartwheels, going down a slide, squeezing a stress bone, jumping or crashing into a pillow, taking a bubble bath, building blocks, playing with sand, play-doh or putty, chewing gum, martial arts, exercise, bear crawls, carrying a heavy backpack or stack of books, wall push-ups, bear hugs, pulling resistant bands, jump in place, desk stretches, and joint compression. 
Can you think of a place that makes you feel calm? How can you get comfortable in a new place? And how can you use your words when you need to fill your sensory tank? The end. Thank you for listening to Sensory Seeking Sebastian. And now let's listen to a few minutes of Autism, ADHD, SPD, and Asperger's Healing Sleep Sensory Music. And now, let's listen to Benny Doesn't Like to Be Hugged by Jetta Elliott, illustrated by Purple Wong. Benny doesn't like to be hugged. Benny likes trains that chug along the track. Benny likes to eat seedless grapes for his snack. Benny plays with quiet kids like Miko and Zach. But Benny doesn't like to be hugged. Benny likes cupcakes that aren't covered in sprinkles. Benny likes clothes that don't have any wrinkles. Benny can name the brightest star, and he knows why it twinkles. But Benny doesn't like to be hugged. Sometimes Benny cries when the room gets too loud. Sometimes he twirls away from the rest of the crowd. When I tell a joke, Benny doesn't always smile. And he can act fussy every once in a while. But Benny's my best friend, and I like him a lot. If he needs things done a certain way, I don't give it a second thought. Because true friends accept each other just the way they are. 
And being different is what makes us unique, like a snowflake or a star. Thank you for listening to Benny Doesn't Like to Be Hugged. Two African Americans on the autism spectrum. The first person is Tom Wiggins, a former slave turned musician. Born into slavery in Columbus, Georgia in 1848, Tom Wiggins grew up as a slave. A neighbor bought him and his family at auction when he was nine months old. Despite being able to repeat 10-minute conversations, Tom couldn't express his own needs by the age of four. The piano was his greatest source of solace, and he would play complex concertos in no time at all. For Tom, music helped him integrate sensory information from all around him, as it does for many people with autism spectrum disorders. After performing at sold-out concerts, he was invited to the White House to perform before President James Buchanan. Tom Wiggins was known as Blind Tom. Let's listen to Water in the Moonlight, written in 1866.
Armani Williams, NASCAR driver. NASCAR driver Armani was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder at the age of two. He didn't speak his first word until he was three years old. At the age of eight, he discovered NASCAR and fell in love with fast cars. He began racing go-karts and attended a competitive go-karting school. As one of the few African-American drivers in NASCAR, this 22-year-old is one of the few professionals in the sport. By displaying the blue autism puzzle on his cars, Armani spreads awareness and acceptance about autism. As the other kids started to talk and develop, that's one thing that he just was not keeping up with. The earlier years when we would take him to uh, birthday parties, Armani had a lot of anxiety about that. I do remember when we did uh, take Armani for an assessment. I wasn't familiar with autism. Armani was two and a half when he got diagnosed with autism. And that's when we started our journey. As a family, we went to a local go-kart uh, fun park. And they said, well, he's tall enough, he can drive it. So we got him in a one-seater. I mean, he literally probably hit just about every barrier there was. He was going back and forth, boom, boom, boom. Uh, but what was unique is that he wanted to go back every day. What started out as a hobby is now a reality for Armani, who was the first NASCAR driver on the autism spectrum. I think some of the qualities I see in Armani that make him particularly successful is that his focus is at another level. We're just very happy that he finished high school, right? Something that I was told he would never do, right? and then get accepted to go to college. And we realized that mechanical engineering was something that, you know, he can have a good career opportunity in. He also took speech class as one of his electives because he did have a lot of these speaking appearances at the time because of his racing. But that was what he was passionate about. This is something he can talk about. It was just natural for him. Parents are our biggest supporters. And because of that support, I stand here before you as the first driver in NASCAR openly diagnosed with autism. Just because you have autism doesn't mean that you can't be successful at anything in life. You know, there are so many things that you can do. And just really, really believe in yourself in it and keep pushing forward. It's never the end of the world. There's always many possibilities. You just need to go find it. Let's listen to I'm Just Like You by Jack Hartman. Autism. Mm -hmm. 
I may have trouble using words I may have a few more challenges than you But I'm a good kid in this world I have autism For all that you do To help me each day To get me through Thank you family For the gifts you give All the love and patience And everything I'd like to be your friend Benji, The Bad Day and Me by Sally J. Pa. Benji, The Bad Day and Me. I got yelled at for kicking the fence. At lunch, they ran out of my favorite pizza, so I didn't eat. And on the bus home, the driver missed my stop. So I had to walk all the way back in the rain. Now I'm hungry, cold, and wet. says Mama as soon as I open the door. Benji's playing in his box. When Benji's in his box, it's because he's had a bad day at preschool. When Benji's had a bad day, we tiptoe and speak softly. When I've had a bad day, no one tiptoes or speaks softly. Benji, Mama, and I made that box last summer. <laughs> Mama cut the window flaps, and Benji and I splashed on the paint. Inside, it's cozy and safe. But only big enough for Benji and his blue blanket. I sure wish I had a box for days like this. Benji wiggles his fingers at me. Hi, Benji, I say softly. Benji's face appears. What, Sammy, Benji says. Samuel, says Mama. There's water all over the floor. Take your shoes off this instant. It's not my fault I had to walk all that way in the rain. 
Benji's block city is spread all around. Watch your step, Mama says. Benji's been working hard on that. I know, I helped, I start to say. But Mama's phone rings and she turns away. I stick my tongue out at the box. I do my best karate kick high in the air above Benji's block city. I've always wanted to learn karate. Mama says I can't right now because the classes are on Tuesdays. And that's when we have to visit the super happy lady at Benji's clinic downtown. Let's bounce the ball, super happy lady likes to say. But Benji never does. Let's play a game. But Benji never plays. Meanwhile, I'm told to sit in the waiting room and not bother anyone. On super happy lady days, we always get back home tired. So Mama will make berry smoothies to help us feel better. Then she'll wrap Benji tight in his big blue blanket, just how he likes, and tell him, <laughs> you're my little burrito. But today, there are no berry smoothies and no burritos. Today, Mama is busy and Benji is hiding. This day is just plain old rotten. Thump goes the box. It's Benji kicking around in there. Hey, I say, come out and I'll teach you karate. But he doesn't. So I go to the kitchen and pour some cereal. When I add the milk, too much gushes out. I am grumpy, hungry, and cold. And now there is milk everywhere. I have had it with this fence-kicking, rain-dripping, milk-spilling day. I cry mad, sad, shivery tears. No one notices. Thunk. Benji's coming out. He holds his blanket up high and tiptoes through the block city. Benji spreads his blanket flat on the floor.
What's he doing? He pulls me down on the fuzzy blueness and makes me lie straight and still. Then he rolls me over and over. He works hard to wrap me up tight. Benji leans over me. His forehead clunks my forehead. His eyes look right in my eyes. You're my little burrito, he says. I open the blanket and let Benji in. You're my little brother, I say. And that's how Mama finds us. Can I come in too? She asks. <laughs> Whether the day is good or bad, Benji and I will be okay. That's because the two of us are brothers. Side by side is where we are and how we'll always be. Author's note. At our house, our autistic and non-autistic sons alike had fuzzy blankets they carried around. And they often asked, on both good days and bad, to be wrapped tight into burritos. This can be comfy and calming. And it's what sparked the idea for this story. It's important to note that no two autistic kids are alike and their needs and behaviors will be different. Some, like Benji, are super sensitive to sensory input. The world can feel too bright, too loud, and too intense. Other kids are sensory seekers. Some may like to drum on things and clap their hands and shout out. And many kids like to stim, to rhythmically fidget or move as a way to disperse extra energy and stress. Certain autistic kids will visit a sensory gym, or OT, occupational therapy clinic, as in the super happy lady illustration, to help with coordination and sensory processing. But not all. Different kids have different needs, strengths, and challenges. It's not always easy being a brother or a sister. It's hard at times to be patient. We all have bad days, and it's okay to express those feelings in appropriate ways. Despite the bad days though, sibling bonds can be one of life's best and most important gifts. Thank you for reading about Sammy and Benji. My Life with Autism by Mary Shaw. My Life with Autism, written by Mary Shu. Hi, my name is Zen. I'm a kid, just like you. We might enjoy the same things. I like to draw and play video games. We might have differences too. 
I have autism. Let me tell you about my life. Kids who have autism are born with it. Doctors aren't sure what causes it. You can't tell if someone has autism just by looking at them. Autism affects how a person acts, feels, and talks. It affects each person a little differently. People call it autism spectrum. That means each person with autism has their own talents and needs. You might see kids with autism repeat movements. Some kids might spin or rock back and forth. They might flap their arms or kick. When I was younger, I walked on my toes and made clicking sounds with my tongue. A therapist taught me how to stop. Talking and knowing how to act is hard for kids with autism. Some kids with autism talk just a little or not at all. We often don't get jokes. I repeat words and I avoid looking at people. I might talk loudly or stand too close. Sometimes people stare at me. New foods bother me. I eat only warm foods and I drink only one kind of juice. People with autism tend to eat only their favorites. Kids with autism can be sensitive to light and sound. Loud sounds and big crowds bother me. We go home when it gets too loud. Being sensitive to touch is common too. I like to wear soft shirts without tags or scratchy seams. My favorite blanket and pillow are super soft. I like routines, and so do lots of other kids with autism. We get upset when things change. When I travel, I need to bring my juice, snacks, blanket, and pillow. After a worker cleaned our hotel room, I couldn't find my pillow. It was in a closet with a new pillowcase on it. I put my old soft pillowcase back on. Mom and Dad make sure I don't get bored when I travel. I have so much fun. Like everyone, kids with autism have their own talents. I'm good with computers. I can find lots of facts in only a few minutes. My class at school is small. A teacher's helper is with me all day. She helps me learn. I join other classes for art, gym, and band, but I don't feel like I belong. All the kids know one another. It can be hard for kids with autism to make friends. I've been invited to only one birthday party. I ask kids to play with me, but they don't want to. So I play alone. I'm happy that I joined a science club after school. The kids there made sure I wasn't left out. We worked as a team. They listened to my ideas, 
It was great. Guess what? I finally got invited to play at someone's house. I didn't get the jokes that the kids were telling, but I had fun, and so did they. I think I'll have lots of friends when I grow up. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.